Welcome to the Get Emergent Podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communication, and enhancing team performance. My name is Cindy Massengill. And I'm Ralph Simone. And today we're talking about the bottom line. What are the essential ingredients? What do I, what do I absolutely hands down have to have to have a high performing team? There is no question. These five things. Strong declarations of why we're forming a team and what we will accomplish. Clear guidelines of engagement. Three, strong leadership. Ownership. And lastly, fun. So we got to talk about each of these. Absolutely. Starting with declaration. We talked about, uh, we, we've seen teams who are, you know, you had some really great people, talented, creative, smart, motivated, but sometimes they just don't seem to know exactly where are we going. More Why? times than not. Right. And that's key. Why are we formed? What will we accomplish? What are we bringing into being that didn't formally exist? That gets people excited. But if they're just kind of there, not even, how many times, uh, you know, people say, I don't even know why I'm here. Really? Then leave. I mean, we, in fact, that's part of the ownership piece. I don't want you. (laughs) We want people, um, we want people to have a really clear understanding about why are we together and what are we achieving? And it, and it changes, you know, we might be together, um, you know, let's make up, make up an example, an accounting department. Okay, we know why we're together. We're running the financials of the entire organization. But what else? What's the declaration that everybody can bite their teeth into that really inspires them and motivates them to be a part of this team? Absolutely. So, for example, stronger partnering with the business units so that they can operate their businesses more profitably. Great example. I think we need to be very specific with that. And I, and I think that that piece... Is, is critical. So that's the why and the what. And that's why we go to the second element next, which is clear guidelines for engagement. How we expect people to engage with one another and with the team as a collective to be optimally successful. So when you say engagement, are you talking about like you know, how I'm going to send you an email or, or a phone call. What do you mean by engagement? That can be a piece of it. But what, what I mean, because that's a communication piece, but mm-hmm. what I really mean is how are we going to make decisions? How are, you, are we going to surface and work through conflict? Um, how are we going to uh, create opportunities for everyone's voice to be heard or equal participation? So in meetings, you know, how are we going to how are we going to engage in meetings? How are we going to disagree with each other respectfully? How are we going to work through that? That's all part of what you're talking about engagement. How are we going to capture commitments? How are we going to follow up on commitments that are completed? How are we going to follow up on the ones that fall in the crack? Well, how about this one? How am I going to give you feedback when I'm not too happy with something that you're doing that affects the work that I'm doing, right? Absolutely. So all of that is a part part of engagement, which leads us to the next one, though. I think they, they follow along well, is ownership. And when we talk about ownership, we're talking about both commitment and motivation, I think too many teams hit the ground running and they don't invest the time in the first two elements. Mm -hmm. And therefore, people don't feel heard 
And so not only do they not own why and what, they do not, they're not committed to why and what. So you get this passive resistance. You get people along for the ride. There isn't any time to have people along for the ride. Mm-hmm. We want people who are engaged in the ride, who are helping us get to the destination. Well, when you have ownership, um, I think what you're seeing is you see people admit when they faltered, you know, when they made a mistake. They're, um, when people have ownership, they go the extra mile. Absolutely. They're committed more to the we than the me. But I do think that's, that requires a little bit of slowing down to go faster mm-hmm. with a focus on those first two elements, you know, the declarations of why we're formed and uh, what we want to accomplish in clear guidelines for engagement. Without that, I don't think you get the level of ownership you need for high performance. Well, I think when you have that, that leads us to the next one is strong leadership. A- absolutely. And, and one might argue you start there. But I think this idea of strong leadership, dynamic leadership, we sometimes use the term dynamic team performance. The environment in which we're operating in is dynamic. And so strong leadership is able to be aware of themselves. They're socially aware of the external environment. They're adaptable to adjust things according to what needs to be done. And and I think too often we don't have enough strong leadership. They know when to to, um, put a team to rest, right? Where it's no longer needed. They know how to move on. Mm -hmm. I think part of strong leadership too is this idea of being a good follower. Absolutely. You may not be the one that leads all the activities. You may not be the subject matter expert. You may not be the person that decides mm-hmm. on what gets done, and, and you're, you recognize that. And I think that's where the adaptability comes into play. So I love all these, and I, I, and I, I know we believe that these are truly netting it out. These are the, the ideal elements. These are the things you absolutely have to have. I think number five for me, though, is almost the first thing I would look for. And that is? Fun. Ah, absolutely. Teams that have fun together perform together. I think there's no question, and and I don't think we have to look too far outside. When we look at these sports teams, and, and some people are critical of these demonstrations, but I think we ought to do a few more end zone dances during the game as opposed to waiting to the the, to the game is over to say, did we win or lose to celebrate? It energizes the momentum. In the moment. Right. And if we are having fun in the moment, we are going to perform at higher levels. We are going to lift each other up. We are going to kind of shift that energy to more positive. I'd like to see more end zone dances and organizations as the team is making progress along the way. I recently had a conversation with uh, one of our clients about um, her leadership. And one of the things in our conversation she was talking about, she enjoys her work, she enjoys the people that she's working with, but she doesn't like to hang out with them outside of work. And I respect that. You know, she's got a lot of stuff going on in her life. She's got um, multiple things she's juggling with ailing parents, young family. You know, she doesn't have a lot of time for socialization. But on the back end, I I do think that that impacts how she performs with the team 
and her part in the team. Not suggesting that you got to go out for happy hour all the time with the team, but um, there's got to be an element of fellowship, socialization with the team. Um, it fuels the team to be better together when they're working on big projects. Correct. And we can help organizations answer the question, how do you integrate that fun into the workday? Right. How do you yeah, integrate yeah. that socialization into the workday? And that's part of the uh, clear guidelines for engagement. You know, let's uh, go to lunch together. We don't need to tack things on to the back end or the front end of the day to have fun. Right. And I think this is where people start to look at either or. And um, if, if we spend a little more time on how we will engage, how we, we will enjoy each other's company, how we will have fun, I think the sky is the limit as far as team and organizational performance. In fact, not do I think it, I know it. These are conversations that I know both you and I really want to have with our listeners. We do. And, you know, one of the things that uh, uh, before we ask you to, to call us and engage us in that we know from our own experience on our offerings that we have the most fun around and that, that we're most excited by that we get really, really stellar results. And those are the ones that we enjoy. Those are the those are the ones that we spend most of our time on because we do get so so energized from those events. So call us and engage us in the conversation around how you can bring your teams to the next level of performance by paying attention to these five elements of success. And not just on teams. Call with regard to leadership development, organizational performance. We are both you and I are available. You can Get our contact information, phone number, email on our website, getemergent.com. We love these conversations. 